gets loose again. Oh, a high step before he is knocked into the Argo bench. Frank Renault was not taking a chance on that sideline with Martiz Jackson, S.J. Green. Making his way for the first series of the second half, but that's Andrew Harris there. Time of possession in the second half is going to be important. So over 7,000 yards of the game and leapfrogging a couple of big names to get into the top 50. Ricky Ray's old number one receiver, Jason Tucker. There's a drop by Anthony Coombs. At one point it was Ray to Tucker, and now it is Ray to S.J. Green. Yeah, just shy of 100 yards in that first half, 85 yards. One of those yards coming in the second quarter. Second attempt from the 49. Short drop, doesn't like what he sees. Pulls it down and now gets it out. And there's Chibi Ralph for the catch. Ducks into Bomber territory. The kid brother of Brock Ralph, a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, and Brett Ralph, who I think surprised a lot of people by making the Argos in, out of training camp the last couple of years at the University of Alberta. Gets him close enough for short yardage, and boy, Brandon Whitaker made a big play to get Ray some extra time. Another third and one gamble with Pajardo in. Argos have to get to the 51. And they're going to try a little gadget play before getting the first down. Fake pitch. Westerman the tackle. He gets two, but it was a bit of an adventure. We show you that second down play and the block by Brandon Whitaker on blitz pickup. Here he is right here. And boy, he is so good at this. Has to go right across the formation to pick up the stunt from Hurl coming right down that B gap, make that block, give Ray an extra time, extra second. They convert, you set it down. All help set up by that extra hustle by Jimmy Ralph to get him within one. First down, Ray took a hit. Sam Hurl bats it down. Argo 6 for 14 in second down conversions. Nice read by Sam Hurl. He's going to drop off in this direction, and Ray wants to hit that dig route across the backside of the formation. Hurl reads Ray, sees that he's looking at S.J. Green, and then plants his foot in the ground, opens up and gets a nice knockdown over the middle. Second 10. Bomber sent pressure over the middle. Coombs the catch. He'll be close to the first down. Pulled back by the safety, Taylor Loeffler, who makes his eighth tackle of the night. Well, good and bad. I mean, Taylor Loeffler making plays, coming up and putting some hits on these receivers. That may have a residual effect as this game goes on. But he's also come down a lot of 10-yard routes. Now, sometimes that's by design. Sometimes he's making reads. If Loeffler keeps jumping those crossing routes, watch out for Ricky Ray to go over the top behind him. Pichardo again. a few inches and that's a good surge ahead behind Sean McEwen. 
that time of possession Andrew Harris talked about to Sarah on the sideline. All of a sudden a drive together here in the Argos in scoring range and field goal range. This is where the Bombers look to try and do what they did last year. In one of those 59 takeaways. That one from Mo Leggett in Bomber territory here tonight. Whitaker inside and not much, an extra surge to get to the 36. 300 coming in and his number one target, you mentioned the first half, Jason Tucker. 42 of his 300 touchdowns to Jason Tucker. And what a combination they were. The Edmonton Eskimos really put their own patent on the corner right. And flags fly. Westerman's across the line of scrimmage. He mentioned to us yesterday it's important to have that guy like Jason Offside, Tucker. Winnipeg number 55. Nice Five yard penalty. Still second down. And now he says I've got that guy with SJ Green. Good to have a lot of targets and he does in Toronto but I guess for any quarterback you like to have the security blanket. Galvio head to who? Well, you remember that first game of the season against Hamilton, Ray over 500, and a lot of those catches by S.J. Green were 50-50 ball that he came down with. Playbook opens up after the penalty at second and four. James Wilder Jr. in the backfield. He'll take the handoff and he'll push the pile close to the first down. He's a load, 6'2", 232 pounds. And another one of the youngsters whose dad is famous for running the football in the NFL with the Tampa Bay Bucks. There is some pedigree on this Argo team. And Winnipeg with Jackson Jeffcoat, but James Wilder Jr. Third down gamble, third and less than a yard. Pajardo's been busy on this drive and another good surge. This time they went left side behind McEwen and Holmes. You couldn't defend it, Chris, when it was this combination. Edmonton Eskimos, Ricky Ray to Jason Tucker. And right when you think you had the corner route down, he'd go to that post on you and it didn't seem to matter whether it was in the middle or to that wide side corner. Tucker from Ray couldn't be stopped. Argos putting together a long drive here early in the third quarter. Got to get this off. They do. And Ray going to throw it deep for Green. And he can't make the catch. Looked like it was a circus catch in the end zone. Up against T.J. Heath. Well, we, we just have come so accustomed to seeing it. You just expect it from number 19 that he's going to find a way to come down with this football. T.J. Heath in good position, fighting back towards it. But if S.J. Greens gets his hands on it like that, he's coming down with it more times than not. So it was a bit of a surprise that he dropped yeah. out. Second attempt. Receivers near side. And they'll dump it off underneath. And Wilder is swallowed up. 
That's a big play by Kyle Knox. The new Will linebacker in place of the injured Ian Wild. Last year, played real well on the special teams for Winnipeg, waiting for his opportunity. That's a great play in Reed. That, that play had a lot of room if Kyle Knox doesn't get there. Hyralahu looking for his sixth of the night from 35 yards out. And that one just sneaks in. Six for six for Hyralahu. There goes lead by five. Could have been more. But Green just unable to make the touchdown hit. Hotline.ca, try our Blue Bomber touchdown deal and get three medium pizzas with any two toppings of your choice and six cans of any Pepsi product. Looks like we might get quick delivery here at Investors Group Field. Bombers take over, 35-yard line, pass complete to Denmark. Nine-yard gain to the 44. That Argo drive 13 plays. Seven minutes, four seconds, but they settle for three. And their biggest lead of the night. Second and one, so Dan Lefevre checks in. Brief stint last year with the Argos. And sneaks for the first down. Well, the one thing Winnipeg has done tonight that they haven't been able to do Last week was get the run game going and get Andrew Harris involved. And what you hope as an offense, Paul Lapierre's here, is that now that he's involved and established, and the, and the defensive line for the Argos is spying him and looking for him, now you can go play action and should be able to make plays down the field in the passing game. Winnipeg number one will go by 10 yards. It's going to be first down. So after the play, Darvin Harris called for objectionable conduct. Marches Winnipeg back to him. Back at the 37. Nichols stands in. Open man is Dressler. First down. Bear Woods there to make sure he doesn't get up and run. Now, because of the run game, Chris, we, we haven't seen Matt Nichols just stand there in the pocket, but it, late in that second quarter and now, you've seen those tackles holding up on Sean Lemon and Victor Butler pretty well. They're starting to establish that. That was real good protection on that last throw. 11 for Dressler. Now the out, and Adams has a catch at the first down stick. His first of the night. Looks like they'll mark it after a nine-yard gain. We haven't got Darvin Adams established at all this year yet. That short side of the field over there all by himself. Timing out. 
This is the 11th catch of the season, five for 47 last week against Calgary. Weaver's going to pass, and they'll get it to LaDemian Washington, and he'll dance around, and this first catch of the game results in some yards after the catch down to the 35. And a 17-yard pickup. Tennessee breaker. Get Washington out of the backfield right here. And Weaver, short yardage quarterback, expecting him to just go forward with it and dumps it out there. Well, an inspirational story, a guy cut seven times in the NFL once with the Edmonton Eskimos as well as ninth try before making a, a pro team. Andrew Harris will be brought down by Brandon Harris. Both these offenses putting together nice draws. Drives Ricky Ray over seven minutes. This drive now, a couple first downs on the board, see if they can convert one more time. Harris 19 touches in week one, 18 against Calgary and now up to 13 touches here tonight seventh play of the drive for the Bombers second down quick hitter Adams again runs through traffic and runs for a first down Bear Woods the tackle but the chains are moving for Winnipeg Dino with the bit of a rub. He's taking on Bear Woods in the middle. Ten yards of first down at the 21. Fake to Harris. Nichols on a roll. Dressler's open. And he'll get bumped out. Johnny Sears pushes him out near another first down. Gonna mark him out two yards short. Fioli Godino comes down and gets Matt Nichols the edge. Matt Nichols wants to get outside to get this to Dressler. But he needs to get one block, and that block's coming from inside out right here. Fioli Godino, number 83 on Bear Woods. Just cuts him off so he can't get contained. That gets Matt Nichols outside the puck. Market at the 12, so it's second oh. yard. Nichols puts the football, but gets up in somehow. Gets himself over the pile. Just a small example of how badly he wants one for the home crowd here in Winnipeg. He fumbled the snap a little bit. He was taking a look and got it and then just said, well, I will not be touched down or denied up over the top to get make sure he gets that first down and moves the chains. And nobody touched him while he was down, so he was able to propel himself over the pile. First and goal, 10th play of the drive. It's the... Reverse and a high tackle there by Butler on Adams. And he knew it. Flags well, fly. He knew it. It was a mistake. It was a reactionary play by Butler. He's pointing to himself. He doesn't want to take a penalty and go half the distance. But he just reacted. Beats Major foul. Right Face mask. Toronto number 94 will go up half the distance. Automatic first down. Malicious intent here. He just saw the, the double reverse late, reached out, and 
Darvin Adams was trying to lean away at the same time. Well, Lapalise is getting deeper into the playbook, isn't he? Double reverse that may have had a pass option, too. Looked like it. Andrew Harris inside. 11 first contact. And Harris down around the three. See how Matt Nichols reversed out of there to give the ball to Andrew Harris. And when he does that, it's a tendency breaker for the D-line. Watch how he reverses out. Harris is on the opposite side. He reverses all the way around and hands it off to him. What that's supposed to do is influence the D-line to go to with the way he opened originally. And to the Argos had a 13-play drive. This is the 12th for the Bombers. Touchdown. Andrew Harris has double dip. I like the confidence now that they've got him established and they go to him in a key moment down the goal line. It's not a one-yard run here. It's a couple. But Paul Lapolis calling the plays has confidence in their run game and confidence in 3-3. Second touchdown of the game and season for Harris. Bombers back in the lead. Lock adds an extra point, so it's 27 25. Winnipeg back on top as they see and saw here in Winnipeg tonight. Tackles for Winnipeg are playing well, whether it's pass protection or run blocking. This is Jamarcus Hardrick, who's going to get the kickout block on Marcus Ball, the linebacker. When he gets that key block, he opens the alley for Andrew Harris. Ball carries 65 yards for Harris. Ball play drive, 75 yards in 5:28. Two possessions in this third quarter, and we're down to under two and a half minutes to go. Garrett Martinez Jackson's got it. Not this time. Contained downfield, Thomas Miles, the former Argo, in on the stop. Your career, 102 sacks, 95 of them with the Dallas Cowboys. His son on the field for Winnipeg, and he is visiting with Sarah Orleski. Thank you so much, Chris. Jim, what is it like for you to be able to see your son Jackson get his first CFL start and continue his career up here north of the border? It's very exciting. That, um, he's in a great venue, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, uh, actually, the CFL. I'm enjoying watching the game and how they play. It's a little different from American football, but it is fun, and I'm happy for him. When you watch him play, are you watching as a dad, a former player, or a coach? All three, <laughs> but uh, mostly as a dad. I don't. I just want to see him uh, have success and uh, play hard. That's all I want to say. Does he take a lot of advice from you? I don't really give him a lot of advice. So we talk, and uh, if he asks me uh, questions, I answer. Well, thank you very much for the time, Jim. We appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the game. Thank you. Jim Jeffcoat finished in Buffalo. His great years in Dallas, including one five-sack game. <laughs> CFL or Joe Theismann. Here's 
Trey out of the backfield is Coons. Trying to make Brandon Alexander miss. And brought down around the 35-yard line. It's going to be a yard short. Well, watching as a dad more than anything, watching Jackson, Jeff Cope, try and get some pressure on Ricky Ray getting up the field, playing a pretty good game tonight. That's pretty exciting to see Jim down on the sideline. In 12 seasons in Dallas, never missed a game. 94.5 sacks with the Dallas Cowboys. Finished with over 100. And an old teammate of Chris Schultz who probably doesn't want us to remind him because I bet they had a few battles in practice. Paterno again in. It's more time in the second half. And, and on the night now, five for five in third down conversions. Cody Pajardo, who followed Colin Kaepernick at Nevada, and like Kaepernick, combined for 9,000 passing yards and 3,000 rushing yards. The only two quarterbacks who did that in college football. Now, with all these short yardage plays, you wonder if he might just try and go with that play action or drop back and throw one deep. Lock kicking down in the third quarter. Ray's going to load it up. He'll spin it deep. He won Peyton in a battle. And Chris Randall hung in there and was stride for stride. Well, Peyton limping a little bit at the end of that road. And you're right. I mean, Chris Randall cannot cover it any better. You see how he just subtly took the inside position. Now watch how he just looks at the receiver until the receiver looks to get the ball. Ricky Ray wants to throw it up there a little bit inside. He's got the protection he needs to get it out of there. But well covered by Chris Randall. DJ, he told us yesterday, all the DBs call him captain. He's the boss back there, the senior man. And there's a challenge flag, and Mark Trussman thinks that coverage from Chris Randall was a little too tight, and there was some contact at the end of the route. Mark Tressman has thrown the challenge flag yet. Talked to him a couple of days ago on the phone about the new rules and the changes since he's been down south. I thought he might have challenged the pass interference Toronto against. Toronto is challenging that their receiver number 13 was interfered against. The command center will review the play. I thought he might have challenged that Johnny Sears play earlier. And you're right, this is one thing that's new for Mark Tressman since the last time here. See, I, I think initially that turn and look for the ball and putting your arm out by Randall is fine, but it may have been too long. Hayden trying to cut back into the middle, that arm bar, if it's held there too long, I've seen that called it many times. It doesn't prevent Payton exactly. to, a, to attack the, the ball. Now, now, Randall has a chance to go to the ball, too. If he just turns and runs to it, he has equal opportunity to get to it. But he can't armbar the receiver away from it and not allow him to. I, this might be a good challenge. It looks like I've seen that called. It's, it's good from here. No contact. On the speed turn, the blind turn back to pick up his man. He's fine here. Now, the initial handout there is fine, just to find it. You can see Peyton has his hand on the shoulder, so that's good. Now, the arm bar, though, hangs there for a bit. That's in slow motion, so it's a little bit distorted, but... Upon further review, 
The ruling on the field stands. It's an incomplete pass. We have second down. Okay, so they say that it didn't hang out there long enough. So there's a standard for at least the night on how far the officials will let him go. So one more play before this third quarter's done. Second and ten. Three-man rush. Peyton underneath. Cuts it back into traffic, and that wasn't a good idea. No. Bad choice. He had to go outside or go inside. Well, the two teams trade long drives in that third quarter. Argo settled for three. Bombers pushed it in, and they have the lead headed to the fourth quarter.